Thanks for listening to the GFBC Student Ministry Podcast. Our goal through these podcasts is that you would grow your faith, build relationships, and mature as a believer in Christ. Now, here's the conversation. What's going on, guys? I'm back with another podcast. I'm here with Draper Rogers. Draper, man, for those who don't know you, like introduce yourself. Tell us who you are and what you do here at the church. Hey, guys. I'm Draper Rogers. I am the pastor of Young Families here at the church, and I also oversee the technology here at the church and uh, anything else that comes my way. Oh, man. He's already helped us out so much with these podcasts, helping us with the mic and everything. But, hey, we're going to be talking about like why is reading the word important and just the power of the word we're talking about the bible here so i guess we'll go ahead and get it kicked off question number one why is reading the word so important draper as a christ follower if you're not reading the word how are you growing uh it's similar to a athlete and a playbook uh if you're on a football team or a basketball team you have to use that playbook And as a Christ follower, we have to use our playbook, which is the Bible. So the Bible to to a Christ follower is vital uh, to them. I mean, if you're not reading the Word, going to life group, um, hearing sermons, that's that's one thing. But, man, you have to feed yourself on God's holy Word. And so it is vital to to your health as a a Christ follower. Yeah, as as a new Christian— most people don't really know how to start reading the Word. They've never really been in the Word. So explain, like, I, like where do I start to read the Bible? Like, Is there, like, a certain plan? Well, you know, there's several plans out there. I mean, you could get the the version app, the Bible app. Uh, you can go to Bible Gateway. The plan that I like, that I recommend to people is the book of Proverbs. Uh, there are 31 Proverbs. And in any given month, there are 30 to 31 days. And so I tell people all the time, man, if you're a new believer, if you're a new Christian, or if you just come into faith, whatever it may be, if you've been walking with the Lord for a while and you just want a, uh, a serious devotion, a place to get started, pick a proverb, read a proverb a day. Uh, today's the first or, you know, today's the second, whatever day it is, you just, you, you find that proverb and you read it. And that's the thing that I recommend to so many people. Man, a lot of people, like, I know when I didn't know how to read the Word, I would just flip open my Bible, and wherever it landed, that's what I would read that day. Well, uh, is that strategy not effective, or explain how that works right there? Well, I, that's not effective because you got to understand that the Bible is written by men as they was carried by the, the Spirit of God. And so there is so much context that you have to take into consideration before you go to read a particular book. Uh, you just can't open up the book of Jeremiah and just say, hey, I'm going to read this today. That's a very complicated book. Or you can't, you know, just open up the the uh, the Gospels or, or the book of Acts or any of Paul's letters. You have to understand. Like, for example, I give you an example. In our current Bible, you have uh, 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy, and Titus. That is not the way that those books were written. It was actually written 1 Timothy, Titus, and 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy is Paul's last will and testament that he is writing. Writing, Paul knows that he is facing persecution, that he is facing execution. So he he writes that with a different urgency. So you have to just kind of understand w- what's happening uh, in that book before you start reading it. So context is king when, when it comes to reading the Bible. Yeah, you hit on this a little bit there. So let's stay on that. Um, if I don't understand something in the Bible, what do I do? The best commentary on the Bible is the Bible. 
so before jumping to a commentary, before jumping to your study notes, there are little markers there in your in your Bible or in the scripture that scripture reference. So if you're reading something and you don't understand it, hey, um, use that scripture reference to go to reference another scripture uh, to to kind of read there to understand it. And as a last resort, go to your commentaries or go to your Bible study notes. Man, so. At UAB, I'm a college student at UAB, and we've done surveys on the green, and we ask people particular questions about the gospel. And one of those questions is, uh, do you believe the Bible contains error? And majority of the answers were yes. So for those students out there that think the Bible contains error, what would you say to that? I would say all scriptures God breathe, and God is not a uh, God is not a liar. Um, God is, is, man, he is good and he is loving and he is great. Uh, the Bible doesn't contain any errors. Uh, you could, you know, a lot of people will probably make that argument if they look at the gospels and they'll say, well, over here in Mark, it says this. And in Matthew, it says this. And in Luke, it says this. They had to understand that those are the synoptic gospels. They're referred to as the synoptic gospels. What do I mean by that? Those are those that's Matthew, Mark, uh, Luke, and John. They, that is their take, their viewpoint of what happened. It doesn't mean that they're lying. It's just, it's from another viewpoint. It's kind of like if you're having a conversation with somebody and somebody says something and you say, well, how did you take that? And they may say, well, I didn't take it that way because it's based on their experience. So man, no, I I hear that argument all the time. And the Bible does not contain any errors. It is God's love letter to his children. And it is so full of good truths. Man, before we started this podcast, I was asking asking you, like, hey, man, why did you want to do this one on the Bible? So, man, I just thought that was an amazing answer. So just let our parents, our students hear, like, why you chose to do this topic. You know, looking back on my Christian walk, um, you know, for those of you who don't know, I was an accountant or in the accounting field for uh, 15 years, worked in corporate America. And when the Lord really got a hold of me, I... It was through his word, and I just studied his word, and I just, you know, I, I grew to love his word, and 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 that's what really helped me in my walk, and and that's the thing that I want to help others to do is that it's really not that complicated. It is, man, it's really just getting a hold of God's word, being consistent in God's word, and reading God's word because it's power in the word. You know, it, it, we read so many great books, and there are so many great books, but man, this is God's love letter to us, and and if we would just pick it up and we would be consistent, and if we would just read it and just man, just really prayerfully uh, go through it, man, God's speaks through his word. And so that's the thing that I'm so passionate about. And that's the thing that I try to get everybody that I come in contact with uh, to do is just, man, read the word on a consistent basis because it is good. It is food for the soul. Man, you talked about how all scripture is God breathed. And many people don't like to read the Old Testament just because, I don't know, mainly because it says old in it. So why should we read the Old Testament? The Old Testament points to the New Testament. You cannot understand the New Testament without the Old Testament. So the Old Testament is vital um, to to the Christ follower uh, understanding of the New Testament. Man, the Old Testament is full of so much just good wisdom literature. I mean, you think about the Old Testament. You have the Pentateuch, the first five books of the Bible. You have uh, Psalms. I mean, it's just great 
praise psalms and 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 worship psalms and and wisdom psalms you have the book of proverbs you had the book of ecclesiastes which which is pessimistic wisdom you have daniel uh prophecy you have uh jeremiah ezekiel i mean it's just so good like i i couldn't see just focusing in on the new testament and not the old testament so when we're reading the word obviously we need to understand what it says. So what are some questions we need to ask ourselves after we read a certain text, during we read a certain text? Like, how do we dissect the scripture? You know, it's funny you would ask that question. One of the methods that I've just started using recently um, just to really help myself and to help me teach my daughters uh, how to read and understand God's words, I've been using a method called the HEAR method, H-E-A-R. HEAR, H, highlight. You know, when you're reading through Scripture, uh, well, well, let me pause for a minute. The thing that I tell people always to start with is start with prayer. Pray, man, ask the Lord to speak to you through the Scriptures. Okay, so let's let's jump back into this HEAR method, H, Highlight. As you're reading, man, highlight something that jumps out to you. Man, it may be a verse, or it may be a word, it may be something, but highlight that. I E, uh, you want to you want to explain that you want to examine uh, that 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 text. So you want to kind of dig into it a little bit. Uh, a, you want to apply it. Uh, uh, information without application leads to stagnation. So you want to be able to apply that. How does that apply to your life? You know, if you're reading a proverb, how does that apply to your life? And then R, respond. Man, what is God calling you to do from that? You know, you may respond to God and, you know, hey, uh, um, you may you make a declaration or you may, you, you it may be in prayer. We say, you know what, Lord, I, I really hadn't been doing what I should be doing or, or I've been, you know, I, I've had a, a flip mouth with, with my parents or with my friends or whatever it may be. And you may, you you may have to enter into a time of confession. So th- that's the method that I use that I have found very helpful p- to me is H-E-A-R here. Highlight, uh, explain, um, examine, however you want to look at it, uh, apply, and then respond. I love that, man. I love that. That's a great tip to read the Bible. I've actually never heard that. So that's that's feeding me while you're talking to the students. But we'll go ahead and move on. What are some benefits of reading in the Word every day, and why should we look forward to doing so? You know, the, the biggest benefit is, man, growth, you know, consistency. You know, what's the benefit of going to practice every day? What's the benefit of going to the weight room every day? What's the benefit of working out every day? Is that, man, you develop consistency and, and you develop habits. You Once you could develop those habits, it makes it easier. I mean, you think about it. You have a habit of brushing your teeth every single morning. Uh, some people may have a habit of putting on contacts or putting on makeup. I don't. I don't wear makeup. Uh, but you y- you have those habits. So so if, if Bible reading becomes part of your part of your daily routine, it's habit. So then what happens is you start to grow from that. You start to grow spiritually from that. Man, you start to be able to share your faith with others. You start to be able to share with others. Um, and so so it's so many benefits that come from that daily time in the Word. And I'll say this: it needs to be not just a daily time in the Word. But the same time every day, so that regardless, you know, whatever day it is, Monday through through Sunday, have it the same time every single day, and it will help you immensely. Man, a lot of students, when it's kind of like beating over a dead horse, they know that they should read the Bible. We tell them that they should read the Bible, but some students are just sitting there, like, man, why should I read this book? I don't want to. Why should I? Well, as a Christ follower, it is our playbook. It is our um, 
it is what we need to survive, to thrive, not only survive, but thrive in this messy, chaotic world. So, I mean, don't look at it as why should I, but you should look at it as, man, I get to. I get to read God's word. I get to see what God is saying through his word to me as his son, as his daughter. So so you, it, it's like a change in, in vocabulary. It's a change in mindset, change in viewpoint. Um, I mean, I don't have to, man. I get to. Man, it's 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 fun you say that. Is it relates to the next question? Is I get to read this book. Uh, so a lot of people use hatred of reading books. They they hate to read in general, um, as an excuse to not reading the Bible. So what makes the Bible different from any other book? Well, what makes the Bible different from any other book is it, it is God's inspired word. That it is God's love letter to to His children. Man, it's Jesus. I mean, you think about what Jesus gave for me, for you. You think about it. He was beat. He was spit on. He was mocked. He was hung on a cross. I mean, he had um, nails driven through his hand and his feet. He had a crown of thorns pressed on his head. Uh, I mean, he, he, he died a wicked and cruel death for me, for you. So when you really put all of that into context, it is not just another book. It's not just another book you check out at the library. It is God's love letter, you know, to to you, to me, to us as Christ followers. So shame on us if we don't if we don't read God's word when he has given it to us to read, to know him more. You know, I love documentaries. I love watching documentaries about uh, about heroes, uh, who, regardless of who it who it may be, whether they share the same viewpoint as I do or not. But I love to learn. Shame on me if I want to learn more about things of this world than of heavenly things. And so I think it's just man, just really focusing in on Jesus and what the price, the great price that He paid for me and for you. Man, a lot of people get uh, some scripture, they take it a little out of context. So explain how that gets out of context and how we can stay on the right track. Uh, you know, it's, it's snacking on God's word is, is how it gets taken out of context. Um, it's it's uh, looking at a particular scripture, not really knowing the context, not really knowing the the, the purpose of the book. And you're taking that scripture and you're just going to apply it in, in whatever way it seems possible because we all want to seem super spiritual to others. But, you know, it, it comes a time where we really have to just kind of, man, read the word and just trust the Holy Spirit that he will speak to us through his word, regardless of what that may be. Man, I, I you know, I'm, I'm, I'll be teaching here um, shortly uh, on a on a text out of Second Chronicles chapter fifteen, ver- uh, fifteen and sixteen. And again, I mean, that's out of the Old Testament. And you just, man, if you're faithful to the text, the text will speak to you. And you know, and I tell people all the time, man, just be, so, just kind of, I don't know, man, be. Very careful with God's word. I'm just, you know, kind of picking and choosing what it is you want to post on your Instagram or, or, or post on, you know, whatever social media account you may use. Uh, who knows what social media accounts may be out there by the time this airs. But we just have to be very, very careful because, man, for some, of, for some people, you're the only Bible that a lot of people will ever read. Just think about that for a minute. You know, regardless of your age or stage, you're the only Bible that somebody will read 
So think about that when you're, when you're tempted to just grab the scripture and, and post it on your social media. Really check it. Make it sure, man, what is the Lord saying in this? Man, you touched on social media right there. That makes me think of uh, something else. You know, a lot, of, a lot of times when I'm scrolling through Twitter or Instagram, man, uh, people will post something like, if you're struggling with uh, anxiety, check out these verses. If you're struggling with uh, depression, check out these verses. Man, what do you think about those posts on Instagram? Like, Are they helpful? Are they hurtful? You know, I think they can be helpful, but they can also be hurtful. Um, you know, I think that if you know if you have a steady diet of God's holy word and you stand in God's holy word, man, the Holy Spirit will speak to you through His word. Um, I mean, He could take some obscure passage out of some obscure book and really apply it to what you're going through. You know, it, it is. I think the thing that we have to get to, Matt, is it is uh, quality over quantity quality you know not 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 hey i read this i read you know this this whole book i read these books in the bible it is that quality man like you know you may read one particular scripture and the holy spirit may speak to you may speak to you out of that one particular scripture and man you just you hang on that you may journal that you who knows what you'll do with that but you just have to be um just really focusing in on man what the holy spirit is saying so i mean i get the heart of what people are, are doing I, I i get it but you know i'm just one that I again this is my personal opinion that if you stay in, in scripture if you stay in God's holy word he's gonna speak to you mm. man uh, I've gone through times in my life some trials where people would quote scripture to me and I would automatically like turn off to the conversation so explain to me like uh, I don't know where I'm getting at here but uh kind of how it turns people off and how it should turn people towards the gospel. Well, you know, Matt, this is what I'll say. You have to earn the right to speak truth in someone's life. Um, Sometimes somebody's going through something, they may not need a sermon. They may not need scripture. They just may need a friend. They They may not need an encouraging word. They just may need to know that somebody is there for them. So it's just it's relying on the Holy Spirit to know when it is time to speak Scripture into them. But now you also got to understand, let's go back to what I just said. You have to earn the right to speak truth in someone's life. So it may be Scripture that you want to speak into them, but have you earned that right to speak truth in their life? If it's just somebody that you, don't, that you just know on a surface level... I mean, you can't turn them off to, you know, because they, they'll probably bring them something. Oh, here you go again, just bringing up the Bible. You know, it's a, you know, and so I just think, you know, you have to earn the right to speak truth in someone's life. And then, man, you just have to you just have to rely on the Holy Spirit to know when to know what to say and when to say it. Because some of the time, man, the right thing said at the wrong time is still wrong, as Pastor Kevin says. The right thing said at the wrong time. It's still wrong. So you have to be just very mindful of that. Mm, I love that, man. So, Draper, tell me how the reading the Word has changed your life. Man, reading the Word has changed my life. Man, I, uh, I wanted to be a CEO of a Fortune 500 company. Uh, and now I'm a pa- I'm the pastor of Young Families in Technology. I used to want to wear wood-bottom uh, dress shoes to work. Now I wear tennis shoes or chacos. I, so, I mean, my life has has taken a turn that I I mean, when I when I left home at the age of seventeen, eighteen, to start school, 
I wanted to be first. I wanted to be an NBA player. Uh, that quickly that was not realized. Uh, then I, I turned my attention to the business world, and uh, I never thought that I'd be in ministry. But the Lord had other plans for me, and, and that those plans came from just staying in His Word and just looking to Him. And so, man, you never know what God's plans are for you until you get to the playbook. So, I mean, it, but it's been a journey that, I mean, I wouldn't have it any other way. I am having the time of my life. I am enjoying myself so much. And it, I mean, it's like, I can't even compare to my life now to my life then. My wife and I, we actually laugh about it now when we think about, you know, how I, how I was when I was in corporate to how I am now. I mean, I was, you know, nice dress shirts, nice dress slacks, nice dress shoes, you know, sport jackets, this and that. And now I'm, I mean, I'm, I own two pair of slacks and two sport jackets and I hate to wear them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he should become greater and we become less. Ain't that right? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so do you have like a, a specific passage or book that really touches your heart the most that you lean on? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Proverbs 3, I mean, I'm sorry, Proverbs 30, verse 7, 8, and 9. And in that particular scripture, you know, the Lord gave me that one. Uh, when I was dealing with uh, coming on staff here at the church, and, uh, and I'll never forget, you know, I was really arguing with the Lord, and I don't know if you've ever tried to argue with the Lord, but you won't win. Um, but I was arguing with the Lord, and, you know, and I was just, just that particular day, man, I was just in Scripture, and the Lord just, you know, it just says uh, in Proverbs 30, verse 789, it says, two things I ask of you, deny them not to me before I die, you know, give me neither uh, poverty nor riches, you know, or, you know, and he also says, uh, remove from me uh, falsehood and lying, and, you know, and I, and I just thought about that. I said, you know, give me neither poverty nor riches. You know, and the Lord basically said to me in that, that passage, he said, Draper, I know what you need. He says, I'm not going to give you poverty, but I'm not going to give you riches. Because if I give you poverty, you're going to steal and profane my name. And if I give you riches, you're going to forget me. So you just got to rely on me to give you what you need. And, uh, man, the Lord just spoke that scripture into my heart. And it's, and it's one of my life verses that I, uh, that I really hang on to so much. Man, I love that. Man, so is there a time in your life where you had no idea what to do, but you turned to God's Word and it immediately told you what you should do? Oh, yeah. Every single week when I'm preparing uh, for class or or uh, trying to raise two daughters, trying to be a husband, trying to be a pastor. I mean, you just, you know, I never know what to do. So I just constantly stay in God's word. You know, I, I give you an instance. I, I'm preaching at another place uh, upcoming and I didn't know what to preach on. And uh, man, I just I did what I only, what I knew to do. I got in the word, and in the word, the Lord spoke to me. It was like within, you know, I've been mulling over this for about two, three, four, five days or so, and uh, and I got in the word and just started reading. And the Lord was like, okay, here you go. Here's two sermons right here, points and all. So uh, so it's just you know, it just man, staying in the word is so key, uh, and relying on God and 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 everything is so key. Man, as a closing statement, our final question to a student who's struggling to stay in the Word. You know, they've kind of been lukewarm lately. They've they've fallen out of the Word. They're trying to get back in it, man. What would you say to encourage them? So what I would say to encourage you is start now. 
Um, you can't you can't deal with anything that's behind you. You can only deal with the current. You can't worry about the future because the future is not promised to you. So you have to start now. And so I would just say, you know, if you if if you want to get into God's word, do it right now. And you know, pause this podcast, grab your Bible, or go to your Bible app on your phone and read. You know, whatever day it is, man, just say, hey, today I'm gonna read Proverbs, whatever. Fill in the, fill in the blank, and just just start right now. See, so many times, man, we 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 think that. We think that uh, um, that we have to be so, I guess, dressed up, prettied up before things happen. But, you know, the, the fact of the matter is, man, you just got to start somewhere. You know, it's just like, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. You know, somebody told me, said, you know, asked me the question one time, how do you eat an elephant? And when I looked puzzled, they said one bite at a time. So you, you, so you just have to you have to use that. You just got to start right now. So if, if you're struggling with on how to get in God's word, well, well check this out. Pause this podcast right now. Get to your Bible app, read Proverbs, whatever, and start today. Start right now. Man, Draper, thank you so much for featuring on our podcast, man. We have enjoyed having you. Uh, Students, just stay in the Word. Stay in the Word. Uh, Just grind it out. It's a grind. It takes work. So, guys, we love you. We'll see you later.